This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'd like to welcome you all here today to celebrate the transfiguration of our Lord. We use the divine service one from the Lutheran service book, hymns 417, 414, 415, 631, 413, 547, and 821. Also, as this day, we say farewell to the Alleluia before the season of Lent. We invite everyone to um, get a bell at one of the entrances, and every time we sing Alleluia, to ring the bell during the Alleluia. We'll follow the order of service you received on the way in, beginning on page 3 with the confession and absolution, followed by the sharing of peace and the procession of gifts. Let us rise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us kneel and be seated with confession of sin. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are our nation to sin fully unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve the present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a call and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us rise and share the peace of the Lord with one another.
In the voice that came from the bright cloud, you wonderfully foreshadowed our adoption by grace. Mercifully make us co-heir to the King in his glory, and bring us to the fullness of our inheritance in heaven, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated at the reading of our lessons from God's holy word.
Christ is faithful over God's house as a son. And we are his house if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting and our hope. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We rise for the singing of the Alleluia verse. means to change form and become more beautiful and more brilliant. 
cycles, three different parts to a mountain to talk to them. That was always something special you do, like get away from the people and have something very important to tell them. And while he was talking with them, something happened. So the disciples were looking at Jesus, his clothes started not glowing, but they became as bright as those white lights. Look at what they were. Just not bright then. Wow. And then his face started shining like the sun. What's it like to look at the sun? Show me what you do if you have to look at the sun. Oh, bright. And it's so pretty, but oh, it's just brighter than anything. And that's when Jesus was starting to reflect on it. And there were two people. There was one person on either side and the other side. One of those two, you know who it is. Jesus was in the middle, and Moses, remember these stories of Moses on one side, and Elijah on the other. And the, the disciples were like in awe and kind of surprised. They thought, oh, well, we need to do something for them. And then all of a sudden, this cloud just covered us all. What did your face look like? And all of a sudden, this cloud just covered us, and we couldn't see anything. Must be feeling not so happy. It was kind of like, Thank you. 
We continue with the sermon in Tis Good Lord to Be Here on page 9. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The season of Epiphany began on January the 6th. That's the day we remember the Magi coming from the east to seek the newborn King of the Jews. Jesus' identity is being revealed not only to the children of Israel, but also to the nations. The big question that gets answered during Epiphany is, who is Jesus? But the answer doesn't start with the Magi. It starts with the angel visiting Mary, announcing to her, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. An angel visits Mary's fiancé in a dream and tells him, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Angels appear on the night of Jesus' birth to shepherds in fields near Bethlehem, and they proclaim, 
For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The shepherds go to Bethlehem and find the baby and tell everyone what was told them by the angels. Simeon's waiting at the temple for the Lord's Christ. Seeing the baby Jesus, he takes him in his arms and exclaims, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The question, who is Jesus, continues to be answered. At Jesus' baptism in the Jordan 30 years later, the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. God the Father answers the question, Who is Jesus? In his ministry, Jesus drives out demons, heals many of their disease and ailments. Jesus brings Peter, Andrew, James, and John a miraculous catch of fish. Jesus raises a widow's son from the dead. He teaches as one with authority. He feeds 5,000 with just five loaves and two fish. And he continues to answer the question, Who is Jesus? Then Jesus asks the disciples, Who do you say that I am? And Peter answers, the Christ of God. Jesus then explains to the disciples what this means. What does this mean to be the Christ? And he strictly charged and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed. And on the third day be raised. And then he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Jesus is the Christ of God, but what kind of Christ is this? What is all this talk about suffering and rejection and dying and rising? Today is Transfiguration Sunday, the end of the season of Epiphany. Today we say Jesus take Peter, James, and John up on the mountain and be transfigured. His face and clothing shine like lightning. Moses and Elijah appear and are talking with Jesus. The scene on the mountain there is rich with imagery, signs and reminders and revelations looking back and pointing forward. In salvation history, important things happen on mountains. Looking back, Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac on Mount Moriah, but God provides a substitute ram. Moses was up on Mount Sinai, enveloped by a cloud, talking to God and receiving the Ten Commandments. When he came down, his face glowed with God's glory. On Mount Carmel, Elijah defeated and slaughtered the prophets of Baal. Looking forward, Jesus, our sacrificial substitute, the Lamb of God, is put to death on a cross on Mount Calvary with a sign above his head announcing, This is Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. 
On a mountain in Galilee, Jesus gives the disciples the Great Commission. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Back in Jerusalem, atop the Mount of Olives, Jesus ascends into heaven. Big things happen on mountains in the Bible. Here on the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus is getting his disciples ready for what comes next. Jesus is revealing his true divine self as his glory shines forth. He truly is God in flesh. Jesus is talking with Moses and Elijah about his departure. His exodus. Jesus' exodus will be accomplished in Jerusalem. In the exodus from Egypt, Moses leads the people of Israel out of slavery. He does this after the final plague of the death of the firstborn. Moses leads his people through the waters of the Red Sea into the wilderness and eventually to the promised land. Jesus calls for all to follow him. He calls on his disciples and the crowds and all people. And he says to them, and he says to you, follow me as he leads the way out of slavery to sin. He does this after the death of the firstborn son of Mary, the only son of God on the cross at Mount Calvary. Jesus leads the way from his cross to his tomb to his resurrection, through the waters of your baptism, into the wilderness. He leads you through the wilderness of bearing your cross in this life and following Jesus. Jesus leads you on the straight and narrow path to the promised land. Jesus feeds you with the living bread from heaven and gives you the living water to drink and the forgiveness and eternal life of Holy Communion. The epiphany question is, who is Jesus? And this is answered. Jesus is the Christ of God. What does this mean? Jesus tells the disciples. It means Jesus will die on the cross and rise from the dead. So what should you do? Peter, James, and John think they should build booths for Moses, Elijah, and Jesus. But that is not what they're supposed to do. That's not what you're supposed to do. We get the answer to the question of what we're supposed to do from God the Father himself. Jesus is the Christ. What should I do? And a voice came from out of the clouds saying, This is my Son, my Chosen One. Listen to him. Listen to Jesus. In a world awash with voices calling you to follow them away from Jesus, leading you to question the truth, causing you to pursue a life of sin, God the Father's voice rings out. Listen to Jesus. When Jesus teaches that salvation comes through the cross and resurrection, listen to him. When Jesus teaches that life under the reign of God is different than normal life in the world, 
listen to him. When Jesus tells you that you are to live following the Ten Commandments, loving God and loving your neighbor, listen to him. Take time each day to listen to Jesus. Read the Bible each day. Listen to Jesus. Download an audio Bible app on your phone and listen to scripture each day in the car or on the bus or when out for a walk. Listen to Jesus. Be faithful in worship to hear the word of God. Listen to Jesus. Listen to Jesus when he teaches difficult things. When he tells you to love your enemy and pray for those who abuse you. Listen to Jesus when he promises that you belong to him and all your sins are forgiven. Listen to Jesus when he says that he died on the cross for your sins. Listen to Jesus when he says he rose from the dead and that you also will rise from the dead. In baptism, you have been transformed by Jesus. You were lost, now you're found. You were blind. Now you see. You were a slave to sin. You have been set free. You are a condemned sinner. Now you've been redeemed. Jesus died for you. Jesus rose from the dead for you. Jesus is the Christ. Listen to him. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. Amen. We rise and confess our faith in the creed.
in peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That our Lord who has gathered us to pray would hear our petitions and open our eyes to see the redemption he has accomplished for us. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the church of God, that you would be illuminated with the resurrection life, and so tell the world of Christ's deliverance. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, teachers of righteousness in our generation, that God appointed Moses to bring up a new Joshua to guide us in the days to come. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For sure confidence in Christ that we would serve him even as he faithfully cares for us. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For government leaders everywhere, but especially in Russia, that they might be inclined to walk in the ways of righteousness and peace and cease military hostilities. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the troubled, the sick, and dying, especially Becky, Doug, Anna, Shauna, Sheila, Connie, and Jim, that by the prayers of Christ himself they would be brought through trials. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all the people of Ukraine who are experiencing military aggression, that they might be kept from harm. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For confidence to receive the body and blood of Christ, which he has faithfully prepared by his sacrifice for our sins, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we gratefully remember on this day the glorious manifestation of your Son's divinity on the Mount of Transfiguration. Teach us to listen to Jesus and ever fix our eyes on him and his innocent suffering and death for our forgiveness. By your grace and mercy, strengthen us to remain faithful in all circumstances of trial, temptation, and persecution. Preserve us to the end that we may die a blessed death, believing in your beloved Son, with whom you are well pleased. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
the Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and preserve you in true faith of the life everlasting. Depart in peace. Your sins are forgiven.
thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary day. And we implore you that of your mercy you strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you, and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.
a few announcements. Sign for altar flowers is in the narthex. Today is our uh, heat and sweet chili cook-off and pie auction after late service in the gym. Everybody's welcome to join us, whether you're entering chili or planning to buy an exorbitantly priced pie. Everybody's welcome to enjoy the fellowship, uh, come and have some lunch. Um, the new sign sheet for labor years for March and April is in the narthex. Um, do remember each week that I can most of you right here. Um, the record of fellowship is a little pad in your pew if you would record your worship with us. Um, that would be great. The children's offerings you will receive now um, at the children's message if they would like to bring an offering to help support the uh, Liberian children's ministry. Um, that would that, that'll be during the children's offering. Um, reading through the New Testament during Lent, those sheets are hidden on your news and notes also on the tables as you read. Um, Lent begins this week, Ash Wednesday. Um, Ash Wednesday, we'll have services at noon and 7.15 for Ash Wednesday. The other Wednesdays in Lent will just have the 7.15 evening service, but it will be streamed live on YouTube, or you, I can email out a link to that or go to the website and it'll be, it'll be, uh, link to it will be there. We're going to peace. Serve the Lord.